fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is Forget-Me-Not, and it's part of a collection called The Things We Leave Behind. It was written by Brian Sammons, and Jeff Wilkins will be our game master. This is episode three, and our recap will be given by Mick Swan. It would seem that our memories are slowly returning, so let's begin our journey into the darkness. Mick? Thank you. Slowly the fog begins to clear. Still everything feels just ever so slightly out of touch. Substance of my memories are floating on the periphery of my consciousness. I'm regaining my sense of self, the sense that I am, or at least I feel I may be, a man called Dominic Clifton, a cameraman working on some kind of haunted house show. I showed the others the footage I found on the laptop, and I told them about the memory I recalled while I was watching it, hoping that it might spark some sort of similar epiphany in them, but no such luck. We decided to be pro proactive, however, so Joanne and Tabitha sweet-talked the guy on reception into letting us into Lynn's room. There we found an itinerary, a, a list of interviews, a folder full of press cuttings about the same house, the Cooper house, that the cop had mentioned the day before, and a laptop, the contents of which led Joanne to recall not only that she and Lynn were a couple, but that something had happened, something involving Lynn, and a great deal of blood. Joanne didn't take this very well at all and, and hid in the bathroom sobbing. Once she came out, we thought it was best to leave her in peace for a while, so we went back to our own rooms while she had breakfast and got herself together. Daniel found an audio file on his laptop, a kind of disturbing interview with a couple of people talking about a shadow child they saw at that same Cooper house always the Cooper house. Later, Daniel gagged on his oatmeal. He's, he's got some sort of problem with solid foods. He seems to know about this, but I don't know. It's, it seems kind of weird. We collected the van, gave it another search, didn't find anything much, and then headed out to this house, the Cooper house. I guess I was expecting something like the Adams family house, but what we found was a crappy, run-down old shooting gallery, some sort of junky crack house. The door was standing wide open. Blood and footprints on the on the porch, and what appeared to be our stuff downstairs. Monitors, flight cases, GoPro cameras, cabling. took one of the cameras, one with a light, upstairs with Joanne. Same story up there, just a wrecked, gutted house. Arcs of blood on the walls where people have been shooting up. Nothing much to talk of. The others didn't find anything much either. And poking about the property, we found a barn. Just full of old crap. Although Tabitha found what saw a white spider crawling over me, brushed it off, 
guess she must be an arachnophobe or something. Back in the house, we went through the footage on the GoPro cameras. And this is where it gets kind of disturbing. All of us were there with Lynn, the missing woman, and another woman. Now, no one had said anything about another woman before. None of us know who she is. It didn't seem that there was much else to be found there, so we decided it was time to leave. I mean, what else could we do? Take the cameras, go back to the motel, sort through things, see if we could find a, a freeze frame that, that, that gave us some sort of clue, something we could work with. Just as we were getting the van, Tabitha started looking back at the porch. Very odd expression on her face. Like she had the, the thousand yard stare, like she was just staring into air. Someone, I can't remember who, asked her what she was looking at. And she said, Lynn. Before I turned around, I already knew what the expression on Joanne's face would be, and she looked absolutely horrified at this. But Tabitha pressed on with it, Lynn, she said. Lynn was hovering, sadly, on the porch, looking at us and shaking her, her head. I couldn't see anything there. I don't think anyone else could see anything there, but there was something in the way that Tabitha said it that made me thought that maybe, just maybe, she wasn't imagining this. Excellent. Does anybody want to react to that beyond what they did from last week? Well, I think my character is probably getting a little hysterical again. Lynn's dead. If, if you're seeing a ghost, then Lynn's dead. Yeah, I, I don't know what uh, I don't want these these flashes and these images that I get. I don't know what they mean. I've kind of I've always I've always had this though. Well, I hope you're wrong. I hope you're just tired. Maybe I'm still maybe I'm still wrecked from the from the accident. From the crash is is this what you do you is, is, is this what you do on the show i don't remember i don't think so i think i'm more of a more of a production aid I, I, I don't i can't really think of what my my role in the show actually is that that part of my memory still hasn't come back yet well if we've we've seen did we actually see any footage of the show itself any scenes that we filmed talking or not necessarily no um so we don't know who hosts the show or anything 
Maybe we could find it on the internet. Oh, yeah. Genius. <laughs> That's a good idea. We should have a library too while we're at it. Well, maybe we can use the internet at the library if there is one. That's a gooder, a gooder plan or a better plan. Maybe we should also think about um, backtracking through the, the itinerary that we found in Lynn's notepad and we can find out who this other woman is. Maybe Lynn's with her. That's right. What was her name? Um, her name was um, Anne uh, Melmahay. No. Um, Lily Austin. Which woman? I wasn't paying attention. Lily Austin. That's it. Lily. That's it. It's Lily. <coughs> so maybe we, we, we had the idea before, but maybe we should. Maybe we maybe we split up. Maybe we we go to the library, research our own show on the internet, see what else we can learn, mm -hmm. and maybe a couple of us start working backwards from this list. Don't our our laptops have Wi-Fi? Like, can't we just look them up on our laptops? Yeah, you could do that. There's probably Wi-Fi in the hotel. Yeah. I don't know, is there even I a got town? I mean, is Clio? I, I don't even know if they have a library. Yeah, it's a small library. It's not not very big, but. Um, well, we haven't seen anything. So, uh, other than your vision, should we just go back? Yeah, we didn't find anything here. We searched the barn. Doesn't even look particularly spooky. Yeah, just run down. Except for the blood was really the only, the only freaky thing that we found, and you know, well, did, the things I, we I saw. Have, I did have the visions. I saw the, the boy stuff in, in the, the living room. <laughs> the stuff in the cornfield. The night chasing us. I mean, we, there's some freaky stuff happening in this general area. Well, we saw the, the, the stuff chasing us last night, right? Right after we'd been in a car accident. And this could have been dogs. Mm. Still don't mm. know. True. I, I do have a question, though, Jeff, mm. or GM. Those of us who don't have smartphones, we have access to our laptops. Is it possible we can – I just just comes to me. If we have Android phones, we can do that Find My Android thing. If we log into Google or if you have, you have iPod, iPhones, we can, like, any any chance that any of us have those those bookmarks on our, phone, our laptops at all that we could maybe try to find out where our phones are located? Yeah, you can try. Yeah. Just a thought, because if, if they're on the road, like if during the accident some of our phones went flying into the ditch, Maybe we can locate them and try to find them and get some more information. If their batteries aren't dead, they probably aren't dead. Yeah. If we haven't been using them. It's yeah. a good idea. So does anybody here have their iPhone on them? I think there's only one person, isn't there? Tabitha? No? I have my phone. Why don't you try calling our numbers? I bet you our numbers are on there. Okay. Well... We're at the. We're, are, we're, are we still at the house, or did we leave? We're still at the house. Well, I just, just for the heck of it, I'll, I'll try and dial Joanne. Yeah, I'm gonna fast forward that because you try all the numbers and uh, nothing happens. Mm -hmm. That just goes straight to okay. the voicemail. Okay. 
but not nope. dead. So we haven't been back to the scene of the accident in in the daylight. That's what we were going to do on the way back, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. we should do that because it's possible also that that Lynn could have been with us and stumbled into the woods, and maybe that's another place where mm -hmm. she could be dead or, or hurt. Sorry, Jerry. Yeah, makes sense. We should go back. Yeah, I was just, worried about that. Could just be send, out there still. Just could pray for any old creep. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Uh, just then, Daniel, you have a sudden sharp pain in your stomach. I do. Is it what hunger feels like? <laughs> oh, Jeff's. Stronger finished. than that, really. Oh. Ah. Like a, like a pain, like a stabbing pain kind of thing. Like a pain. <laughs> Oh, guys. Daniel, are you okay? What's wrong? Oh, my stomach hurts. Well, you haven't eaten in days. On the inside of the well, outside. The inside, kinda, I assume? Yeah, as you, as you kind of like, you know, it hurts. You, you're massaging it with your hand. It, it starts to fade. So it comes on really quick and then just starts mm. to see That was weird. Okay. I guess I'm good. Ugh. Maybe you guys should probably internal injury in the crash. Maybe. I haven't been like spitting up blood or anything like that, I assume. I would have noticed that. Um, I, d I do think I should probably have another insure or whatever they're called, those protein drinks or something. Yeah. Maybe well, you're lactose intolerant or something. Hmm. Did they did they affect me when I drank it, GM the the shakes that we got those meal replacement things? Um, I think you've only had it like a couple hours ago with that. Yeah, but it didn't like upset me as soon as I drank it or anything or make me right not not immediately. Not immediately. Oh, okay. Well, hmm. let's head back to the ditch and then back to the the laptops so that we can check everything. Okay. I'd like to get some, maybe try some soup if we do get a rest, uh, somewhere near a restaurant or something like that, something thin. Okay. So is that what we do? Let's go back. Sure. You um, you get to the uh, crash site and uh, you can see where the the van went off. There's, you know, the tracks are still there. Um, we get out and look around. You can all do a spy hidden. Is there anything in particular you're looking for, or you're just generally? Anything. Phones, equipment. Yeah. Um, Track, a, a tracks that are into the, the woods. woods. Yeah. No. Nope. Yeah, you're not finding anything. Okay. It's All frustrating. Right. Yeah. Well, maybe well, if there's like a like a convenience store we can stop at, or if we're hungry, we can go to a restaurant. We could say Daniel some like cup of soup. Yeah, that definitely. There's there's the one diner in town. Uh, you guys stopped there, I think, this morning for breakfast. And by now, it's probably like around twelve thirty or one, so it is it is around lunchtime. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, so. We can fast forward through the lunch. Um, the soup you don't seem to have a problem with. It seems to be agreeable to you. Um, Good. You kind of. It's like thin, thin broth, or like I can get noodles or. 
Yeah, like maybe the noodles are starting to agree with you a little bit now, but uh, you okay. do just about anything to have a burger. So. Okay, so it's not foreign to me to want a burger. Okay, that's good to know. Okay. <laughs> good. Okay. Kind of, kind of hit the spot, guys. Kind of hit the spot. Good. Now we know well, you're not going to pass out from malnutrition. Well, I wonder if maybe since we only have one car, maybe if um, if maybe we can split up and a, a couple of us can start going through the laptop, see if we can find the show online, and maybe a group of us can go either to the library or to try and well, maybe the library first to try and get some addresses for the, I guess we could look that up online too. For the people on our list, we've got we've got names but not addresses. Well, I can get on the computer if you want, if you guys want to go and look around. I'm kind of, uh, it's been a hard day. One of us should stay with you just to make sure you're okay. Oh, I'll be okay. So, so do, you want us, do you want to stay at the hotel then, or do you want to go to the library with your laptop? Or? No, I'll stay at the hotel. Okay. I kind of need a hot shower. Well, what, what do you guys want to do? Daniel and Damien. I think library. Okay. I'd really like to know where my gun went. Mm -hmm. We'll keep an eye out for it. Maybe it's yeah, at the library. <laughs> Maybe Lynn's got it. In a book. You know, I feel like I'd feel a lot better about this if I knew that Lynn was out there with my gun. That could be. Maybe she does. That might be. A, that's a good thought. You know, maybe she does. Okay. okay. So yeah, I'm gonna go in. Let's go to you, Tom. Or sorry, Joanne. Um, you want to give me anything specific, or? Oh uh, well, first of all, I want to see if there's a website for our show, and if we can see any uploaded episodes, so we can find out what what each one of us does. Yeah, that's just, that's reasonable. So you can do that, and you find out with no problem. It's probably actually already you know bookmarked on your browser already. Um, I believe it's. I don't want anybody to actually look this up because I don't know if the website actually exists and if it's, you know, malware or something like that. Don't take that risk. But you find a, a website for the supernatural files. Okay. Um, and yeah, there's a couple episodes up, and I'll try to like summarize. So basically, you guys are a group of paranormal investigators. Um, you're on the serious side. It's not. It's not like just goofing around. It's like your your equipment level is maybe not high end, but it's like on the higher end of what you would buy off the shelf. Um, so in other words, you've invested your own personal time and money into this hobby, if you want to call it a hobby. Um, there's a notice on there saying that it's a little bit vague. But on the website, it's saying that you have a possible big break coming up. Um, that's kind of like an announcement to the general public. Okay. So it's it's kind of vague, but it's kind of leading you to like eh, something big's coming up. 
Um, and then, yeah, there's probably one or two episodes online that people could watch. There's a few YouTube video clips. Um, and it's all what you would come to expect. It's you guys walking around creepy old places looking for ghosts and trying to capture evidence. And is it is it an actual TV show or is it just an online thing? Or? At this point, it's almost all online. Who's who's running it or who's in charge or who's the host? So you being the prettier one tend to be in front of the camera more and most often. Okay. Um, Tabitha does have the gift. So after watching this video, she does tend to see things that the rest of you don't. Now... Whether or not any of you really believe her, that's kind of up to you guys. You know, it's, it's maybe she's doing it just to get the limelight on her. and or. But some of the things she said have been kind of spot on. So it's like, I don't know, maybe, maybe there's something to it. Okay. And then uh, as far as uh, Damien and, and Daniel, you two are not necessarily in front of the camera, well, especially... Uh, Damien, since you're mostly behind the camera, but it's not unusual for like Daniel to also be in the shot. You know, he's the sound guy basically, but it's not. It wouldn't be unusual for him to be actually in the shot too. Well, you probably occasionally hear us say something like, "Damien, come over here," or "Damien, bring that camera over here," or something. Yes, like exactly. So, in other words, you're you're all basically investigators, but it's like you're putting on this show at the same time. Is there anybody else? Do we see Lynn? Do we see? Yes, Lynn's, Lynn's on the show every now and then, but not necessarily uh, a regular. She's kind of a guest? or She, actually, if you looked at some of the end credits, she's basically the field producer. She's the field producer, okay. And is there any, uh, this Anne person, this is not pers a person on our show? Anne. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Lil Lily. Lily... Was it Lily Austin? Uh, Lily Austin is one of the names you had on the notepad for the scheduled interview. She was going to be interviewed. Okay. Yeah. She's from the Historical Society. All right. That's another place we can go. And then there are just the four of us connected with this program. Sorry, just the five of us connected with this program. Us, us four and um, Lynn. Pretty much. Um, it looks like there might be some, um, I don't know how you would describe it. Uh, I, I don't want to say corporate backing, but there's there's kind of like a production company that's in the background. Like if you go, go through some of your personal emails, you might find contacts and names with the production company. Well, since everybody followed me in to look at the laptops, then give me five minutes to freshen up and then I'll... I'll just go with them to the library or wherever. We should go sure. to the Historical Society. Yeah, sure. All right. Well, library first. We'll all just go together. So I have information, but if there's anything specific you guys want to know, I can try to Did we let lose you know. Kurt? Um, He's just slipped out. He said he'd be right back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we're driving. Oh, there he is. voice in the darkness. 
Do you guys have a regular driver? Who would be dri the driver most often? I don't want to ask each time necessarily. I, I guess. I mean, I was driving when we crashed, wasn't I? Yeah. Not yes. that that's a great qualification. Yeah, that's not always a, a good sign that you should be the driver <laughs> could necessarily. Be, could be driving in that could kind be of the frame. Worst Driving among a bunch of oh, what a lovely day! <laughs> <laughs> Probably Tabitha, if okay. if, if, uh, if Damien's not going to drive. Yeah. Hi. Getting out of the way of, of long dead roadkill, haunting <clears throat> the roadsides. Well, I'll probably be doing like uh, turn by turn directions to the to the library since we don't know where way around. Is there a yeah, little sure. downtown to Clio? <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. It's it's not a very big town, um, but it's got basically all the things you would come to expect. You know, there, there's the restaurant that you've already discovered. There's the library. It's a small, you know, community type library. Um, Starbucks. Starbucks <laughs> is on every corner. A barbershop. Yeah. Barber small town with six Starbucks. <laughs> is there a Bronx a branch of what? Nando's. 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 I'm not familiar with that. It's not an American thing. Is it? Oh no, it's Portuguese. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's the wrong side. Wrong, wrong side of the water. <laughs> wrong side of the pond. <laughs> Alright, so we should be able to find the library really quick. Yeah, yeah, it's not difficult. And my guess is that they'll know exactly where the historical society is. Yes, there's probably, a, I mean, if the librarian doesn't, there's probably a local history section. Okay. Right. Well, that's where, that's where I'm going to head to. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give you that right now. Um, so that was the name Lily Austin. She's, um, basic, she basically is the historical society. Okay. So it's, it's just her house. It's not like a, an actual building. So it's not actually a society. Exactly. It's kind of like she's the old lady in town and just it's a hobby. Yeah. Knows a lot. She's just the oldest person in town who can remember the most. Pretty much. Exactly. Well, um, is the town small enough to where once we park the car, we could just like walk over there or walk over there? Uh, for certain things, but I mean, it's all within a five minute drive, so it's not okay. We can do it on a base by base. Well, so let's go. It stars hollow from the Gilmore Girls. Is the, is the library <laughs> open? Yes, it's still, um, it's about two o'clock, say. Okay. Um, well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to look up, uh, history of Cleo uh, prior to if there's anything about you know American Indians or, or some this is some sacred Indian burial ground or some some sort of thing like that yeah local legends local legends yeah yeah there's um There might be some mention of some Indian activity, but nothing, not a lot. Like there might be a tribe mentioned here or there, but but nothing. Nothing really significant. <laughs> yes, right. Huh. 
I'll probably right. I'll, I'll probably start in periodicals, um, microfiche. Um, the original killings happened back in the '60s, so see if I can find any more newspaper reporting, anything in the periodicals archives around any 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 other criminal activity around the the Cooper House. Okay, sure. Um, do a do a fifty fifty, like do a d six and just tell me one, two, three, or four, five, six. Okay. Well, the one. Okay. So this is going to take you about an hour, and you find some information regarding the original Cooper murders, which, like you said, was in 1965. Um, you discovered that John Cooper, he died in the county jail three weeks after his arrest. Uh, this was actually before he could stand trial. They probably killed him. Does it say how he died? Did he hang himself? Did was he foul play suspected? It doesn't say, which is a little unusual. So you might need to find another source for that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'll I'll dig a little bit deeper into that. Should I roll a library youth? Um. Yeah, go ahead. He was the last occupant. I shouldn't have asked to roll. <laughs> <laughs> it may not be the sort of information, like the death of an inmate, might not be something in the general library. Yeah. Yeah, we might have to, we might actually have to go to the jail for that. What, how, what was the prison and how far away is it? Uh, Genesee County Jail. I don't have it in front of me, but it's 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 in the same county, but it's not directly in Cleo Town. So we'll just say we'll just say ten minute drive. Ten minute. That's not bad. Yeah. Can I look up like what the population of Cleo was in 1965? Had that number in front of me a second ago. I'm thinking that it could have just been a lynch mob, and then they, uh, you know, covered it up. That kind of a murder in in 1965 in a small town. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of a lot of local outrage. <clears throat> I don't see a number, but it's it's a small town. Say so probably half of what it is now, right? Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Okay. I learned that Cleo has a sister city in Brazil called Cleo de Janeiro. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> Um, I'm just going to give you some stuff as you guys are poking around looking. So basically what, what this is doing is it's just taking time. It's not necessarily hard to find per se. It's just, right. you know, you got to find it in the right spot, look at it, the right magazine, the right newspaper. So it's just a matter of time really that's going by. Um, 
I believe I already showed you the newspaper clipping from 1990 for Tiffany Jensen. She was the girl that was that went missing. Um, there's very little information about her at all. So just the fact that there's very little information is a piece of information you find. Um, um, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, while, while she's, we're looking at that, can I now look at um, odd occurrences? I mean, these are obviously major occurrences, but are there any, any like semi-related things like weird disappearances or uh, people claiming that they saw, you know, people dancing naked up on the top of the hill or, you know, whatever. Just thumbing through the newspaper. Old, old, uh, I don't think it's on microfiche anymore, but in the computer. Um, Maybe it's still on microfiche. What I'll do... I'll let you decide. You can either do a computer roll or a library roll. Well. Oh, computer roll. Yeah, no. no. Okay. Well, the... There's mention of the mutilated body from 1979. So that's a little bit unusual. It Does was it say the, how it was mutilated? Um, if you had passed your roll, you might have found that out. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just not a researcher. Somebody else does the research. I just point and look pretty. Um, Damien, as you're looking about, you start to look into the Cooper house. Yeah. And you find that... Damien or Daniel? Uh, I think I said Damien. Who's Damien? Damien. Damien. Mixed Damien, yeah, I forget. You get two similar names. That's true. I, I think D Mick said Dominic earlier tonight. <laughs> um, you find that the Cooper House was actually once called the McComsey House, as it as in McComsey Road. Exactly. And um, with a bit more digging on that, you find out his name was Edward, or I'm sorry, Edmund. Edmund McComsey, and he was originally from Britain. He emigrated to the U.S. after World War II in 1946. Uh, he was joined by his wife, Deborah, and their three children. And, of course, this is even back when Cleo was a very small town. Why on earth would he move to Cleo, Michigan? And it's in this little bit of local history, um, there's mention that he actually paid to have a road built from Cleo, the center of Cleo, out to his house. And that's that's why it was known as the McComsey Road. Maybe it was cheap land. Yeah. One, it's in the middle of nowhere, and second, it's in Michigan. Yeah. Um, 
um, after about another hour or so, Daniel, you find some information about this guy, Edmund. Turns out he was a he was a scholar and a historian from the University of Birmingham. And he's most noteworthy for writing a book in 1937 entitled Before, and you might have to help me with this pronunciation, I think it's pronounced Daedalus. 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 So the title's Before Daedalus, colon, Labyrinths in History and Legend. Labyrinths, that makes sense. Greek mythology. The Minotaur, Theseus, and of course, pay, um, Icarus, his son. Mm-hmm. Is that um, apology? <laughs> is that would that book happen to be in the library? Do a library roll. Pass. It is not. We could probably find it online, downloaded from uh, Amazon. That's a, actually if, exactly what I was going to say. Find it as an ebook if, if it's popular enough. You could um, actually, if you happen to find a copy of it on eBay, um, it's a rare book. It's definitely out of print. Um, but because it's rare, it's expensive. It's about three hundred dollars if you wanted to purchase it, and you could have it overnighted to you and buy first about sixty bucks. Does a uh, does a Google search of it bring up anything like uh, like excerpts or even like um, like a uh, you know like scholarly articles about it? If it was a if it was like a university published text, there might be some articles about it. Yeah. You can either do computer, library, or even I'll give you luck on this one. Cool. Because that would save you a lot of money if you didn't have to buy it. Nope. <clears throat> I'm scared to check my bank account. <laughs> do any of you guys have money to order this book? Well, I don't know. Do we, do we have credit cards? Let me check my credit rating. Yeah, I don't remember. Did I give you credit ratings on any of your sheets? Yeah. Yeah. 30? Well, I'm yeah, I'm Yeah. That's what I got. <laughs> me too. Look, I'll, I'll see if I can find a bit torrent. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I can. There afford. you go. I've got no computer skills. If you need them, look for a bit torrent on someone else's computer. That's where probably not going to be there. Man, paranormal investigation isn't the cash cow it used to be. Exactly. You guys just haven't hit the big time yet. No. Uh, we need to become psychic healers. That's where the money is. Two a.m. Again, you can decide, uh, Damien. Do you want to do a luck computer or library?
That was for Damien. Damien. Mick. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> let me have a look at my computer use. Um, I'll do a computer use, I think. That probably makes sense if you're going to try to torn it. You know, I might be able to find an obscure torrent site. I'll start with um, and <laughs> see what else I can find. 23 out of 50. That's pretty good. I'm going to give you some paraphrasing here. I mean, clearly you don't want to spend the time to read this whole thing. But based off of some general descriptions, it was written in 1937. It was not well received. Um, one of the words associated with it was quackery. Wild theory. An ancient and advanced civilization built roads encompassing the globe. Talks about ancients, even spanning oceans. He goes into some explanation as to trying to tie together the ancient Egyptians and the South American civilizations. The fact that they both had pyramids and mummified their dead. I think that's about all I'm going to paraphrase. So it's a kind of what, what we'd now call um, speculative archaeology. Sounds about right, yeah. This doesn't seem like it has anything to do with, with what, what we're, we're investigating. On. Yeah. It's interesting for sure. It's interesting that he lived here. Why would he choose this place to live? Maybe he found something here that supported his quack theory. Or he just wanted to retire and grow corn. These these ancient pathways he talks about in the book, does, it, does he sort of... Uh, are they comparable to ley lines? There's no mention of that specifically. Watkins wrote um, the old straight track in 1921, was it? So maybe it wouldn't be a well-known thing in America by that time. It's quite a fringe book. And it's... There's a similar idea, though. But uh, the ancient civilizations, that's almost a little bit like Edgar Cayce as well. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a, a popular thing back then, I think. Mm -hmm. um, so again, kind of like this is just taking time. Um, you guys still want to dig? There's there's more here, but if you want to move on to something else, we can. That's up to you. Well, we're here yes, so that we don't have to we're going to go over to the historical society too so okay sure mm -hmm. 
But now we've got some names to talk to the historical society lady about. Yeah, true. She might know more than we'll find out here. She yeah. might have known the guy. <laughs> she might know. She might us. have dated him. But she doesn't. She doesn't. We might have him. already gone to see her. <laughs> yeah. We're back, maybe. <laughs> There's um there's another little interesting tidbit of information that comes up. This would be in the local section, so she might know a little bit more about this. Um there's some there's some newspaper clippings, some old newspaper clippings where the town people were upset with Edmund. Um he basically rankled. He rankled his new neighbors by not hiring locals to build his new home. And instead, he actually imported some German masons. Mm. The, the local residents were rather upset at the Krauts, especially so soon after the war. And others wondered why the foreign experts were needed for a simple house. Hmm. Huh. There's something odd then about that house. And we missed sure. it because it looks just normal. The man had secrets. Why else would you hire somebody from the outside to build your house unless you didn't want anyone local or anybody that you might meet on the street to know what you were doing in your house? Uh -huh. Exactly. Could be like an H.H. H. Holmes situation. Yeah. Right? You, yeah. Hire, you hire outsiders to hide your secret rooms and with murder rooms and uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. you know what that calls for? That calls for a tape measure. Because obviously, if you measure a room and it's 10 by 10 by 10, and then the next room over is 10 by 10 by 10, but the distance between the rooms is 30, <laughs> yeah. you've got a hidden room in there somewhere. I wonder if, if there's blueprints of the house. Would he be that foolish if he was going to build uh, secret rooms? Well, there could be there could be a public blueprint in a... And then the actual layout. That's true. We could mm -hmm. compare the blueprint. If we can get the blueprint, we could compare the blueprint to the actual house. That's a good idea. Have to go to the municipal offices, wouldn't we? Yeah, that's probably not here. It's probably in Flint. Mm -hmm. Or or Sag Saginaw. Probably Flint. Might not even be there anymore. It might be in the state. Yeah, that could be a long way to go just on a what is the capital on a hunch like that? I don't know. Hmm. I didn't look that up. I flunked that part of school. <laughs> is it Flint? I don't know. Is it Ann Arbor? Ann Arbor, Michigan? Yeah, maybe. Um Yeah, I think that's probably all you're gonna find at the library. All right, let's go talk to the old lady. It's about four, whatever. Sixty capital. Oh, so we've been here all day. Okay. Oh, that's right. We we had lunch, so this is that was after lunch when we. Yeah, started. this was after lunch. Yeah. Okay, you want to just uh, drive over, or do you want to try to 
find your phone number and call first, or it's up to you. Yeah, why don't we try to call first? That would be polite. Um, you uh, you managed to call on your cell phone, even though it's cracked. You're still able to get through. I'm not going to make you do a luck roll. And a nice elderly woman answers the phone, and after some brief introductions, she's very open to having you guys come over. Um, she's like, yeah, why don't you come over? And we sort of ask her, did we come over before, or? It's a weird thing to ask, isn't it? Sorry, I need to find that. To find my own handouts. Wait, let me do it online. Lansing. Lansing is the capital of Michigan. Yeah. Um, according to the notepad that you found earlier, you were scheduled to interview her on the 17th, which was yesterday. So when you do call, she is. She's a little bit surprised. She's like, well, you guys were just here the other day, weren't you? Well, we have an interesting story for you. <laughs> well, she's like, well, well, come on over. I'm not that far. She gives you her address. She says, I'm sorry, I apologize. I don't have food to feed you, but. That's quite all right. Where is Damien? I mean, Daniel. Where the hell's Daniel? <laughs> Did he wander off again? He's out in the van. See, I'm, I'm here. Yeah, you're right here. <laughs> we're, we're still getting figure, trying to figure out who, are, who we are. It's the amnesia. It's still, still clouding the memory. <laughs> Um, you guys get in a van. You head on over to Lily's house. Um, Tabitha, could you do a constitution roll, please? Phil. You no sooner get in the car, you get out on the road. Now, it's not a busy highway at all, so it's not it's not like crowded traffic or anything. But as you're driving, all of a sudden, your vision starts to get cloudy. And it's almost like you, you get like a tunnel vision. Uh, it's difficult to see the road. Uh, guess, can I try and pull over? Yeah, do um, do either a luck roll or a dry roll. All right, pass. So it's it's a matter of it. It takes you by surprise mostly, and uh, but in that quick amount of time, you have your wits about you, and you turn the wheel, you you brake. You know, reasonably, you don't slam on the brakes, but you brake reasonably. But it's oh, enough to that, like, everybody's like, whoa, what just happened? Well, what's, what's wrong, Tabitha? Uh, I guess. So, so I pull off onto the shoulder, and, and I, just, I don't know, my, my vision went, went all blurry. Is, is it a headache? Do you, uh, you get migraines? Maybe. I, I don't know. I think somebody else needs to drive. Well, I'll drive. Okay, let's switch. All right. Yeah, so you guys, um, you switch... And uh, joint, you can continue on. Uh, Tamitha, it, it kind of goes away, but your your peripheral vision still kind of messed up. It's, mm -hmm. it's like not real clear. Well, I'm just gonna put my head back and kind of close my eyes, and maybe uh, I hope you this is catching up to me, or mm -hmm. or uh, something I eat maybe isn't sitting well with me. 
So you go to the house. Lily's waiting for you, actually, and she welcomes you in. She's like, how can I help you guys? Well, this is going to sound very strange. Now, as we come inside, does any of it seem familiar? Yes, to the point where a little bit like the, the deja vu feeling you've had in the huh. past. So I, I just tell her point blank. I say, yesterday, um, I guess while we were driving back to the hotel, we were in a car accident. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. We, we ran off into a ditch, and we all bumped our heads collectively, and we're all having a little bit of trouble remembering what we've done so far. Hmm. Um, so if you don't mind, we might be asking you exactly the same questions we've asked you before, uh, if you don't mind answering them. Yeah, sure. So what do you guys want to ask? <laughs> well, maybe we can start with just what what did we talk about last time we were here? And right. I, I know that's weird, um, especially since we probably recorded it, but a lot of our recordings and, and video right, footage yeah. seems to be missing too. Uh, can yeah. you just maybe run through what we what we discussed last time? Yeah, so basically you guys were asking me about the Cooper house um, and the fact that it was supposedly haunted. Um, and I pretty much ran down some of the some of the local history uh, about the hauntings and so forth. And um, you know, and she's she kind of smiling as she says that she she's she kind of she gets a kick out of it. She's like not really committing to the fact whether or not she believes it or not, but mm -hmm. she's she's certainly heard the stories. Right. Um, are Are you familiar at all with an Edmund McComsey? Oh, okay. So yeah, now now you're getting you're going all the way back now to some early history then about that house. Um anything in particular you want to know or just what you just want to know what I know? Well, we were looking in the library and we found some references to the fact that he hired outsiders to help him build the house. Mm -hmm. It didn't make him very popular in the in the town. Mm -hmm. Um was there anything more about that that uh, that seems awfully strange? There's a couple things, uh, and she kind of she's pausing, she's looking up, she's trying to remember. She says, I, "I can tell you that in 1947, his eldest son Jacob, he was 14 years old, and he uh, reportedly dies. Um, but." Maybe it's just because record keeping wasn't all that great back then, but there was no certificate of death that could be found for him. No certificate of death. And now this kind of ties in a little bit with what you were talking about with these German fellows. There was a group of uh, three guys in 1948. Um, I have their names written down somewhere. I could look them up if you want. But these three guys, they had it in their mind that if, if, the, if this guy brought in outside help, that he must be trying to hide something. And their first thought was they built uh, a safe or a vault. Wow. And they were determined to find whatever it was that he you know, had of worth. So they broke into his house. Um, 
the the uh, the locals they call the German guys bunker builders. Um, These three guys were German. No, no, no. The the three guys were just three local guys who okay. knew about the Germans. Um, this was in 1948. So I think the house was built in 37. No. Yes, 37. You said. 30, 37 was I think when he wrote the book. Oh, that's right. Um. But yeah. Anyway, it was after the house was built. 1946. Um, he moved from England in 1946 with his wife Deborah and three children. Yes, that's it. That's it. Um, so in 48, they broke into his house and they actually went missing for a while. Huh. They questioned the McComsies, and of course, they they no, we, we don't know. As far as we know, nothing's missing. And um, a day later, all three men, they came home filthy, and they were all confused. They, they had no idea what oh. had happened to them over the past 48 hours. Um, it was basically just assumed that they just went on a drinking binge. This sounds familiar. <laughs> Very strange. Now, what, you, you guys said that out loud, I assume, right? This sounds familiar? <laughs> At the same time, it sounds like, it sounds like yeah. us. Looking she, at she each raises, other. she kind of like raises an eyebrow and has a, a little bit of concern go over her face. Um, she says, "Well, I hope uh, I hope it's not that similar because approximately two or three months later, uh, one of those men, I think his name was Drake, he uh, passed away, and then two weeks later, another of the three men passed away." Um, the, one of their wife was institutionalized and their children became wards of the state. What um, happened to the third man? The third man was uh, a week later, his, um, his entire family died in a house fire. My goodness. Well, those um, things could be life was hard back then. Things might just be coincidence. Yes, absolutely. Um, but I mean, to be quite, quite forward with you, I mean, we're, we're, you know, psychic, you know, we're psychic investigators. It sounds, it, it really sounds intriguing that he may have had something built into his place by the Germans, uh, a, a vault or a secret room or something. And since nobody has found it, maybe it's still there. We figured if we went out there, and just did some measuring, we might be able to locate it. Um, I mean, you're certainly welcome to, but but I'll remind you that I mean, this is this is like well-known talk of the town, and you know, since that house has been abandoned, pretty much, there's been a lot of people going up there looking for that. So, yeah, maybe you'll get lucky. But what about the girl who went missing in in 1990? Was she ever pronounced dead? Um, I'm afraid there was just no mention of her. She basically just disappeared. We all suspect the worst, but...
you know if during the construction anybody from the town watched them building the the house? I mean, people were nosy to a degree, but it was kind of out in the middle of nowhere at the time. So if they went out, they tried to come up with stories like, you know, offering to help or bringing them some lemonade or, but um, nothing unusual per se. Hmm. When we saw you last time, was there was there a woman with us with red hair, Lynn? Yes, I believe there was. I think there was. Yeah, it was you four, and then uh, the woman with the red hair. She's missing. Yeah, we haven't been able to find her. Oh, that's that's upsetting. Since we brought our computers with us to take to the uh, the library, I'd like to see if we can. Uh, Damien, can you pull up the the footage of? From from the house, and let's see if let's see if she go, recognizes go the other woman. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll pull up the GoPro footage and find a good freeze frame of the uh, the mystery woman. Hmm. She um she adjusts her glasses and she looks at the the computer and the laptop, and uh, she sees the picture that you're looking at. And she's like, I think I do recognize her. I think that's uh, Vanessa Walker. She's the realtor. What's her name, Vanessa? Vanessa Volker. Volker? V-O-L-K-E-R. The realtor for the Cooper house? She's the realtor for Cleo, basically. She basically uh. sells all the houses in the area. Has her family been here a while? <laughs> Uh, her family. She, I think she's single. We we interviewed Vanessa Volker on on the seventeenth. We did. See, it's silly. We don't remember any of this. We must have really bumped our head. I think he had a concussion. Did you go to the hospital? Well, we went to the local doctor. Yeah, we went to the doctor. He told us to be careful, but. If it got any worse, to go talk to the hospital. Well, I I didn't necessarily want to say anything, but your friend Daniel, he looks a little. Is your eye okay? My eye. And as you as you all look at it, except obviously you can't see it, but as the rest of you look at it. Your left eye is, is uh, completely red bloodshot. Hmm. Does it itch or anything or feel funny? or? No, you didn't even know. Huh. What's wrong with my eye? Oh, we better we better go to the hospital. That looks like some bad pink eye. Now, it looks like he might be bleeding internally. We better... He did have that stomach issue earlier. Better to better to play it safe. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to go get myself checked out if I can. That would be. Uh well. Um. I, I don't have any more questions. Um. She will tell you one other piece. Um, or two other pieces. She'll tell you that in. Um, February of nineteen fifty-one. Uh, no one could recall seeing Edmund McComsey for months. 
the police went out to look at his house and they found no trace of the man. Um, and then in 1955, after sitting empty for years, the McComsey house was purchased by John Cooper. And Cooper is the one who purchased the surrounding land and started the farming. So are you saying that in 1951, uh, Edmund disappeared and was gone, or that he was gone for a while and then came back? That he basically was missing in 1951, and after four years of the house sitting empty, I that's see. when John Cooper bought it. I see. My, um, what a crazy place. Are there any uh, photographs of any of the uh, previous owners of the house? Um, that's a good question. There probably is. I don't have anything with me, but there probably is. How far away is, I'll ask her, uh, is uh, Mrs. Volker's office, the realty office? Oh, she's right up in on Main Street. It's only like five, ten minutes again. Well, thank you very much. For your time sure i hope you all are okay we'll probably come and see you tomorrow after we've forgotten everything that we've uh <laughs> we figured out today but we've written it down so well, next time i'll be prepared i'll invite you over for dinner we can have dinner <laughs> thank you very much well we have a couple things we can do next we can go see vanessa volker but we also need to get daniel to a hospital well we yes, can always like clinic or something in town I can just drop into the doctor? doctors are expensive well we can go to the doctor who we saw yesterday yeah, yeah it's, it's one of those uh, urgent cares like that 24-hour right okay let's okay. just go over there then um, okay you know, we can always do a Vol Volker VV uh, tomorrow if we have to okay maybe if we if we actually drive by her place we can see her 1-800-800-8888 number and, and call her. That's a good idea. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you, dri you drive by yeah. a little neon sign out front with the realtor's phone number. Okay. Um, Write it down. Yeah. Yeah, because you might forget it. One eight hundred eight 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 eight. You get to the urgent care, and uh, they welcome you back, and, and the same nurse is on duty again. And she's like, "Is everybody okay?" Well, we need you to look at Daniel's eye. Oh. Um, have my stomach was hurting earlier. Yeah. They, they bring you in, they start doing, they ask you a bunch of questions. They start poking and prodding and thermometers and yeah. Um, but, but long story short, they, they're not, they can't put their finger on anything. Like, you know, your eye is not connected huh. to your stomach. So it doesn't make any sense that, you know, your stomach will hurt if your eyes bloodshot. So they can't Dude. quite figure out any sort of connection between your symptoms. Um, other than you did tell them that you were in the car accident, and and that's kind of what they're mostly leaning towards. Yeah. Huh. 
Um, I'm also, I, I have an issue with eating solid food, so maybe I'm just a little weakened as well. Okay, that could be it too. That could be the reason for the stomach issue then. Okay. Um, when you, when you're up on the, the table there and she's, she asks you about the stomach issue, she asks you to, uh, to open your mouth and she takes one of those popsicle sticks yep. things with plate. Yep. As soon as she sticks that popsicle stick into your mouth, you have a sudden, almost violent gag reflex to the point where you jerk your head back and, and you don't want any parts of that, you know? Yeah. Nothing. There's just something about that that you just oppose that to your core. Okay. So she's a little taken aback, and she's like, well, okay, okay, well, then just, just open your mouth at least so that I can look in there. And she does, and she just, you know, makes a couple notes and all, but nothing, she doesn't mention anything to you. Okay. Uh, so nothing you can tell me, like, why I feel like this? Yeah, I mean, she, she will... Um, Basically, I mean, in a nutshell, she'll give you a couple aspirins and say, call me in the morning. <laughs> yep. Okay. Okay. Um, All right. She will, though, pull Damien aside. And she'll be like, Damien, you were in here last night uh, with the possible concussion. Is that correct? With the nosebleeds? Yeah, yeah. That, that, that was right, yeah. Um. I don't suppose you got any of my phone messages because I tried calling you early this morning. Um, no, no, I, I, I didn't. What, at the motel? Well, I, I tried. You, you had put down uh, your cell phone, but uh, you know, I hear cell phones reception is bad, so that doesn't surprise me. But um, I, we really need to apologize to you because we're probably, if you're up for it, we would love to take another set of X-rays. Um, the the x-rays we took before there's something wrong with the film it, it was all cloudy and it just none of the exposures turned out correctly so it's oh, our mistake yeah. it's our mistake well you know you you won't be charged for it but we we would like to reshoot some of those yeah so can you do that now well yeah sure there's no, there's it's been slow tonight so there's nobody else in there um okay, you know, I, I don't mind to help, I and mean, I, I, you know, I'd, I'd like to know that everything's okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, yes, I'm, I'm quite happy to do that. So that would probably take another hour or so for everything to get set up again, and, and uh, X-rays taken, and everything like that. And she's like, "Well, again, I, I apologize for the, for that, and uh, you know, just everybody be cautious and take care of yourselves. And if anything more serious happens, come back and let me know." Okay. Um, and she'll basically send you off unless there's anything specific you want to do or ask. Um, Why don't we give her more phone numbers so that if she needs to contact us, one of us will answer the phone. Okay, that's a good idea. So she'll get your uh, Damien's cell, uh, Tabitha's cell, and the yeah. hotel that you're staying at. Okay. Could I... Um, have they still got the x-rays that didn't come out properly? I think we kept them. Hold, hold on. I'm just, I'm just curious. I just wondered if I could maybe have a look. 
and after about 10 minutes or so she comes back out and she uh, she opens them up to you and uh, she's like she she's like yeah you, you know I don't expect you to understand what you're looking at but she'll put it up on the, the light screen and uh, you can see it's it's like cloudy like um, like there's something actually wrong with the film it's like cloudy spots white spots so what so what causes this then we don't know I mean that's it could be just contamination it could have been the chemicals were wrong during during the development it's just we, we don't quite know for sure um, it, it could have just been bad film from the factory and there's no there's no pattern to the no, no. She's 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 trying to make you feel better too. She's like, you know, I don't think you need to concern yourself. It doesn't look, you know, normally when somebody sees something on an X-ray, the first the first thought is the C word, and uh, I want to assure you, it doesn't look anything like that. Okay. Oh, oh no, yeah, that was that was my worry. I mean, like you say, I don't I don't really know much about medicine, so. I wonder what to do that. So um, she'll take your numbers. Just like you know, if, if there's any issue again, I'll I'll try to get in contact with you tomorrow. Then probably. Right. Okay, that's great. Thank you. Have you had any more symptoms or headaches? Um, I had one more nosebleed. Okay. That doesn't doesn't necessarily concern me. Okay, and then uh, she will set you guys loose. All right. So what next? Do we just well, go back continue. to the hotel? Maybe, maybe we're going to try to call uh, uh, Vanessa Valkyrie or what? No, Volker. Volker. We need to call Volker. Vanessa and see if she knows where Lynn is. If she's any any kind of real estate agent, she'll answer her phone until about eleven o'clock tonight. Yeah, <laughs> on the first ring. I imagine she doesn't get much business out. Oh, I wasn't sleeping. No, no. Uh, well, how can I help you? <laughs> you guys want to call her? It's about six o'clock. Do you want to call her before dinner, or do you want to eat dinner first? <clears throat> Why don't you call her? Maybe we can set something up for after dinner. Okay. She can come to us. She's a real estate agent. She usually come to you. Oh, yeah. Maybe she'll buy us dinner. Like, she'll be here in three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, the phone rings? Well, Tabitha will do the calling because she's got okay. the phone. Um, after about three rings, eventually she does pick up. She says, Hello? Hello, Ms. Volker? Yes, speaking. Hi, it's it's... Tabitha Green from the, the Supernatural Files. Oh, yes, yes. Hey, How are you? Uh, uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure how to answer that question. It's been a, an interesting couple days since the last time we saw you. Oh, how how are you? How are you? I'm, I'm good, thanks. Good. This is going to sound really, really strange, but uh, the, the first question I have is, do you, our friend Lynn, the lady with the red hair, Yes. Is she with you, or have you seen her in the last couple of days? 
No, I can't say as I have. No, that's too bad. She's uh, she's actually we're, we're looking for her. She's she's missing, and uh, we we were in a in a car accident that was pretty bad a couple days ago, and just trying to put the pieces back together. Oh, wow. uh, we went back to the Cooper house and and got, collected our cameras, and found the footage of of us working with you. But you know, none of us could actually remember who you were until we could piece it back together. And we're hoping you could help us fill in maybe some of the some of the blanks. Hmm. Um. Footage. Yeah, the what video footage uh, from our cameras in, in the Cooper house oh okay so what I'm sorry what was the question then because I don't know how I can help can you help refresh again I know this is gonna sound strange because we were all there but I was hoping you could help refresh our memory as far as what what we were working on what were we talking about when we were in the house together well, basically, I guess I am the legal, not owner, I guess you would say, but if you wanted to buy the house, you'd have to go through me. So I, I have the key to the front door. Um, I basically, you you all contacted me to gain entrance legally, and uh, I went over with you and, and uh, unlocked the door and uh, just gave you a quick tour of the house. And then uh, pretty much I left right, right then. If you're the realtor for the house, who, who's the who's the current owner? I believe it's it's a very complicated story. Basically, the house fell into disrepair. The it basically defaulted back to the bank, so the bank has owned it, and it's just been too much money for them. They never destroyed it. They never wanted to tear it down, so they basically are just letting it sit there and rot. Um, it's a shame because some of that farmland is is, is valuable. Now the farmland around it, that's being leased out. So there are, there are other, some of the larger big companies that you may have heard of, they're the ones that are actually farming the cornfield around them. When we were together in the house, did, did you or we, did we see or hear or, or uh, do anything strange? And again, I apologize for the, the odd line of, line of questioning. We're just trying to help piece together what might have happened to our friend. I mean, no offense, but this whole ghost and haunted stuff, that to me is the definition of weird. So if yeah. you mean anything beyond that, I can't think of anything. No, it's, it's, it's our hobby. Okay. Uh, I've, got, I've got her on uh, speakerphone so everyone else can hear. Does anyone else have any, any questions you want to ask? We we may have asked some of these questions already. Did uh, uh, other than the things that we can find in the um, the newspapers, um, has the the difficulty in selling the house been because of all the bizarre supposed goings on around the house? That certainly doesn't help. The yeah. house has had quite a bit of history, as I'm sure you've learned by now. Well, uh, um. I don't, I don't know what to say. Uh, um, so you were just there to let us in. That's about it, yeah? Yeah, yeah. All right. I can't think of anything else. When do you have psychology? I've got 50%. 
I got a 20. She sounds nervous. Like she's trying to hide something? Like the whole thing makes her uncomfortable. I failed the roll, so I wouldn't have picked up on that. Everybody have, sounds weird to me and shaky and nervous and anxious. Have, the, have there been a lot of inquiries about the house? People wanting to buy it? No, no. It's. I mean, I, I pretty much have written it off. When when you guys showed up, that's pretty much why I agreed to let you guys do all this. Is that I'm, I'm kind of hoping that maybe with your video production and all that. Maybe somebody out there is just what they're looking for. Some popularity to go up. Well, that still might happen. Like all the people that bought the Amityville house. Mm-hmm. Has this ever happened to you before? Somebody wanted to see it and then they disappeared? Um... There's a there's a, a long pause, and she says, "Well, there was that other group, just like you guys, that wanted to make a film, like a movie out of this, um, but nothing ever came from that." Okay. Well, was that the one the town council voted against? Yes. Uh, um, since you're the realtor. Do you by chance have blueprints of the house? I might, yeah. I mean, nobody's ever asked me for them, but I, I might be able to dig them up. Um, is there like we could pick those up maybe tomorrow morning from your office in town? Um, or tomorrow yeah, afternoon? I, I or copies of them. Copies of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I could probably make copies. Um, about 10 o'clock, say? That would be perfect. Maybe we could buy you breakfast. Oh, that's that's kind of you to offer, but no thanks. All right. Thank you very much. I can't think of anything else to ask her. Is there one of those those things that we've forgotten that's like so obvious? Um, I'll, I'll ask her just before we enter. By, by chance, are you really familiar with the area? Like, has your family been in this area of Cleo for years, or are you relatively new? Um, personally, I've only been here a couple of years. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. What brought you to? What brought you to Cleo? Let's see if I can find out real quick, but it's not jumping out at me. Um. Yeah, I'll try to find it later. But basically, it, she's she's fairly new, like a couple of years. Okay. Okay. Um, just uh, after we leave the building, I'll just say I'm just I was only wondering because her name is German. Ah. Mm -hmm. This sounds That's like all. a like an interesting place to relocate to. Why Why did you choose Cleo? If you don't mind us asking. Uh, it was just the the farming country. Um, I actually came out of uh, the Boston area originally. And I just wanted to get away from the city life. Okay. Well, thank you for your time, and we'll, we'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Thank you.
But then before we hang up, I go, one more thing. <laughs> no, I don't do that. Just Where were you on thing. that night? <laughs> Can I get the recipe for that peach cobbler? <laughs> Those are some fine-looking shoes. <laughs> Just one last thing. Well, all right. Well, it, it definitely feels like we're missing something, guys. We could we could continue to go back through the list, but I really feel like we. I I can mentally compose in my head all sorts of crazy, wild uh, things that would make our show really cool, but they're fantasies, you know. Um, it sounds like people are going to that house and disappearing, getting lost, showing up days later. Losing time. And the guy who built it was into labyrinths. I, I, I wonder if there was any kind of heavy excavation that took place on the property. You think there might be something underneath it? Well, the thing is, is that if the locals were watching and they were doing some kind of excavation, they would have noticed that. That would have become a, become a big deal. Because if you were going to construct some sort of a structure, you'd, it would be a major, you know, you don't, you don't tunnel. You, you excavate the area, build your cement structures, and then you fill in all the dirt. I'm starting to think maybe we need that book. Joanne, buy that book. All right, I'll buy the book. We can get it sent overnight to the to the hotel. All okay. right, I will do that. I will buy the book. I'll deliver it by drone to the hotel. <laughs> and uh What if, see, that's what I'm thinking. All, the other thing is I'm thinking is, what if it doesn't have anything to do with the house? What if, what if this, what if there's just like a root cellar out in the field behind the house and the door on it is broken and somebody stepped on it and fell in and you just got, oh God, a heap of bodies down there. Mm-hmm. You know that that the people fall, break their legs, and can never get out. And nobody ever finds them. You know, I, I keep coming back to this business about them being uh, dirty and confused. Right. Because I mean, so were we, and we went there too. That's true, and we couldn't remember where we. It, mm -hmm. it had been though, the same day. So we didn't like lose any days. Maybe we found the entrance. Maybe we found the way in, got all dirty and came back excited. And we were so excited we weren't paying attention as we were driving in. Or we were fleeing something. Well, <laughs> the house is empty. Yeah. It still begs the question of where's Lynn? Is she still somewhere? In, did she did she go in? Is she what still she, in? What if she fell into a hole? 
Oh my God, something happened well. to Lynn and we were racing to get help. Maybe. When we had an accident and lost our memories. But why didn't we find her during the search? If, if we were the last ones in, anything what? that we would have done should have still been exposed. Like I said, maybe it wasn't in the house. Maybe it was out behind the barn. We didn't walk out into the field or anything. We didn't really walk around the property. We just walked around. We walked from the house to the barn and assumed. Yeah. I mean, the most we did, I think Damien got on the tractor to get a better view and see if there was anything out in the corn. She could get an old walking stick and walk around and bang it on the ground and see if it suddenly heard a metal clank. You know, there could be a... Calm your mind. Well, and it might not even be it might not even be as sinister as we think. Like I say, it could just be a root cellar where they kept things, you know, cool and not and just who knows. Yeah, but we, uh, we probably have to go back out there again tomorrow. Just because the guy was into labyrinths doesn't mean he built a labyrinth. No, no like I told you it's a crazy fantasy. It would make a great story if we could find that, but that's just non. It's just Joanne. Joanne, as you're saying all this, uh, all of a sudden your right arm goes numb. Oh, what the hell? Like like pins and needles kind of feeling. Oh, are you okay? My, my arm's gone to sleep. Ah, I must have pinched a nerve just now. Wiggly fingers. Uh, yeah, I can barely feel my arm. Maybe you should sit down. You've, you've been through a lot. It's probably not good for your heart. Oh, it might, it might some, Let's hope it's not angina. I'm not old enough to have angina pains. Maybe we really need to, um, you know, we've we've done all, all, all the searching that we could think to do for Lynn. Maybe we need to call Officer, uh, uh, Officer Kennedy. Maybe we need to call the police. Yeah, Officer Kennedy, Joseph Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, Sergeant. And we, need, I think, I think it's time to put in a missing persons report. Is there anybody else we can call, production company or whatever, and see if they know where the whereabouts of Lynn? I think Lynn is the production company. Um, there was the mention, I, I think I did mention the production company back in California. Um, but other, short of calling her cell phone number, which you guys already tried to do, they, they wouldn't know how to locate her. Well, I'm just thinking if they said, yeah, she's here with us. Or if they said, yeah, she just came 15 ah. minutes ago. Oh, I see. Yeah. No, nothing like no. that. I haven't heard from her. Ah. All right. Which is unusual because normally she has to check in. Sure. Uh, how's my arm? It's still numb. If I if I keel over, please please take me to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about the effectiveness of the local urgent care at this point. No. So give we me can't connect and... these things. Your eye, your stomach, you're good. Just get out of here. They are combined with a Taco Bell. <laughs> which should have been our first signal. 
Yeah. The nachos are pretty good, though. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we don't remember a lot of things. What if we're all allergic to things and we don't know that we're allergic and we keep uh, mm, peanuts? <laughs> <You know? laughs> Why am I numb? Oh, bees. Hi, bee. <laughs> all right. I'm going to push you guys along um, to the evening. Is there anything specific you guys want to do or do you want to just wait until the morning when you meet with Vanessa? Did we set the GoPros back up again? Uh, I th- I was under the impression that you took all the equipment with you. Yeah, I think okay. I took everything down. Um, yeah, what do you I, wa- I think it was a mistake leaving the equipment there, to be honest. I mean, yeah. That, that place was pretty grim. It looked like they had a lot of junkies through there. I'm surprised that stuff was still there when we went back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we should stop. If it's getting late, it's too late to go back to the Cooper house. Um, I think we should... I think we should stop at the police station and file a missing persons report. And I then, agree with that. Yeah, I, th- I think that's the right thing to do. Sure. Let the professionals okay. work on it. Because if we don't, if, if Lynn does turn up and, and you know, it, it turns out to be the worst, we could be implicated. Well, okay. But still have to prove us guilty of something if they, even though we're implicated. Well, I don't want to spend any time in the Clio clink <laughs> while it all gets sorted out. You know, for all we know, we are implicated. Maybe we, maybe we, we, we are involved more than we think we are. We have lost our memories after all. True. How? Maybe why, it's why, like. Why would we end up? Why would we do something like that? Oh, that's uh, that's crazy. Well, we wouldn't. That's just. Crazy fantasy speculation. Well, maybe if we let's think it through then. Maybe if um, if we can't account for some of our time and our whereabouts and our the last interactions that we had with Lynn, maybe it's not the best idea to go to the police. If we can't tell a co- if we can't tell a coherent story, well, we can tell them what we've told them. Yeah, we we can tell them she's missing. She might be her. I mean. They know we had a we can't, car we can't not do anything. The, I mean, the, the question is, what can they do? Probably very little. Yeah, but if they then find a missing, they find a woman who doesn't know who she is. And we didn't report her missing. Yeah, maybe we she didn't... turned up somewhere and doesn't remember who she is. That's true. Uh-huh. She could be in Flint or uh, or Sag, Sag, Saginaw. Saskatchewan. Well, I can't remember the name of it. I write in scribbles, so I can't read them. I see Sass, uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Me too. Sam Squanch. Sam Squanch. <laughs> That's it. She could be in Flint and not know not to drink the water. That is true. Drink the water in Flint. <laughs> Flint, Michigan. Ta- Tabitha, do an idea roll. I uh, passed. All right. I, I have you an guys, idea. You guys suggested this, so I'm just going to throw it back out at you again. Um, from the footage that you found of your show before, Tabitha, it seems as though you have the gift. 
you have, you know, you're able to break through the veil, as they say. Right. You saw Lynn. Maybe you can contact her hmm. and ask her with your gift. Yeah. Should we do a seance? We could try. Should we go back to the hotel? Should we go to the last place where we know Lynn was and where I saw her? I, I don't want to go to the Cooper house at night. All of this stuff is really creeping me out. Yeah, but if that's where she's most resonant, that's going to be our best yeah, chance we, to... We saw her in the daytime. We can go in the daytime, but I don't want to go at night. What if there is a hole in the ground and we'd accidentally fall in? Okay. We can go in the morning? Yeah. But maybe you could contact her right now. Okay. Well, I'll... Uh... We set something up. Should I make a, a a power roll? I'm trying to think. Where are you actually? You just left the urgent care. Are you headed? Well, we were. We actually were just talking to Vanessa, so I think, I we, think we're going to head back home because yeah. we're probably getting hungry again. Okay. <laughs> uh, I try and contact her from the restaurant. So you're going to say <laughs> the restroom. <laughs> the restroom in the restroom. No, let's go back to the hotel and just get Is into there one of the rooms. <laughs> Who does number two work for? Just uh all right, yeah, we'll fast forward through dinner. Uh same as before, uh Daniel, you're having a difficult time eating solid foods. Um, the soup seems to be your only resource of nutrition. Um, you guys managed to head back to the hotel, and you, we'll say you're all gathered in Joanne's room and Tabitha. I think you have a skill step for that, don't you? I do. Yep, I have a psychic skill. Let's see. Why don't you go and roll that here? Can someone open a window? It's a bit crowded. A bit stuffy. Wow, I rolled a three, actually. A three, wow, okay. So that's a uh, an extreme. Abraham Lincoln appears. <laughs> <laughs> With Elvis. <laughs> it's Abraham Lincoln. She's uh, wearing a Lincoln hat. Um... The first thing that happens is that you all have a strong smell of jasmine. Oh, is that her perfume? You would probably know that answer. Yeah, I think that's her perfume. That's the smell of her room. I was wondering where I smelled of it. And Tabitha, you get the sense that she's here. Lynn, are you are you here with us? Can you can you appear to us? You see in your mind's eye an image of a rose. I see a I see a rose 
So it arose in the ground or just uh just like a like a single rose. Okay. I'm getting an image of a of a rose. Can you can you give us an idea of where you've gone? Can you help us find you? Um, there's no response. Okay. Am I still getting a, a resonance or am I cut off at this point? Yeah, it still, it still smells and you still have a feeling that she's here with you. Lynn, we're trying to find you. Where do we look? Are you are you still at the Cooper House? You see the picture of the rose again. Is it um? Is it a picture of like a, like an actual rose? Is it a picture of like a print of a rose or like wallpaper? Is it? Um, it's nothing. Idea? It's nothing even like anytime you hear a psychic talk on television or. Um, you know, on the radio or something, they always say uh, it's hard to describe and it doesn't work like that. Yeah. So it's I'm just an impression. Use, yeah, I'm going to use those words back at you okay. and say it's it, it's not like a physical image of a... Got it. You know. Okay, I'm getting, I'm getting an impression of a rose. A rose. A rose. Does it mean anything to me that it would be a rose? No, not not necessarily. I mean, you could read into what you want, but nothing jumps out at you. Rose is the clue. Um, can you help us? Can you help us? Show us something. We understand the rose. Does it have anything to do with Edmund? What's his name? Edmund McCumsey. McCumsey. Or a maze, a labyrinth. Are you in the house? Are you? You have a sudden sense of anger like she's furious no oh, she, do, she doesn't like that she doesn't like us to, to talk about edwin mccomsey are you with him uh no response then can you help us remember please help us remember are you trapped? No response. What about John John Cooper? No the missing the, the, missing, the missing girl. Um can you can you help us with, with any of this? No response. And the smell's starting to fade. We're, we're losing her, guys. Vanessa Volker. And with that, the TV in the room falls off of the table. Holy shit. Oh, crap. 
Did and, Vanessa Volker hurt hurt you? And again, you have that sudden rage feeling that it's it's actually like you're actually angry and enraged. Uh, uh, um, were, were we given the name of the person who owns the house? No. She said it's all, all nailed by the bank. The bank. Yeah. Did Vanessa and, did Vanessa yeah. hurt you? After that that sudden the, the television and that sudden wave of anger, you have the f definite sense that she is no longer with you. She's gone. So it has something to do with Vanessa Volker. But did you mention that? Um, well. Um, Damien, why don't you take four points of sanity? I make. Uh, Daniel, you take two points. Tabitha, you just take one. And Joanne, take one, please. Well, she really didn't didn't like to hear about Vanessa. Um, I've I've lost um, more than twenty percent of of my sanity. Yep, I'm aware. Thank you. Um, I think we need to look look more into Vanessa Volker. I wonder if we can look up in the directory where Miss Volker lives, and maybe uh, something about her more about her background. And she's only been here for two years. She said she came from Boston, but what was she? Again, it's well, like a, a strange place to relocate to. And I, I just have. She's to, a realtor. We could look her up. Yeah, I mean, well, she's got a listing in the town. I'm sure she's got. Well, we could look her up on Google if we'd like to see if she look her name up. Space Boston, or she's probably on LinkedIn. She's probably on LinkedIn. Yeah, just do a little. Uh, I've got, I've got good computer skills. Give me give me a few minutes of the computer, and I'll start looking. We want to so. find her where she lives, her residence, not her office in town. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do a um. Whatever computer luck, um, just as long as you don't crit fail, I think that would be an easy piece to find. I just have a horrible feeling if we drive by there and she's got a whole rose garden out in the front. I got forty six. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, so you would get her her address. Uh, she would have it listed. It's probably like in the phone book or whatever. Mm -hmm. so it's probably within a five or ten minute drive from here. Yeah, yeah, same town. Why don't we just, I want to drive by. Just drive by. We're not going to stop. You think? I'm going to go. Yeah, let's go. Okay. Yep. Kind of late. It's about 8 o'clock or so at night. Yeah, just just enough to... I, if I see roses in her front yard, I'm going to freak out. Okay. So... Uh, you guys all jump in the van. Uh, your arm's still hurting, Joanne. 
not hurting, but uh, is tingly, numb. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of numb. Does somebody else want? How is your? How are your eyes? My uh, eye Tabitha. feels. Actually, I'm at Tabitha's tunnel vision. Right, right. Yeah, it hasn't gotten any better. Crap. Well, I can drive with one arm. Okay, you guys jump in the van. You head on over. You drive by. Um, there's a fancy car out front, probably a Mercedes, I guess. And uh, looks like there might be a light on in the living room. Is there a rose garden? Let's find out. Yes. Holy shit. Do you think Lynn's in there? Let me... I can... Is it, is it the front yard, yard lit up? Like... There's like a, a porch light on the front of the... Like by the front door and like one of those little lamp posts out by the driveway. Hmm. So we could actually approach her house from another direction and stay out of the light? Yeah, probably. I'm willing to take a poke and just look and see in the window if you guys think it's reasonable. Oh, that's a big risk. Yeah, this is a, probably a residential street. Yes, there's mm. definitely houses nearby. Yeah, yeah somebody will see All us. right. Okay. And our, our van is pretty okay. noticeable at this point. For a pizza. But, but, but we're going to meet with her at 10 o'clock at her office tomorrow. Mm -hmm. We don't all have mm -hmm. to be at her office. Right. That's what I was thinking. I can meet with her at the office to collect the blueprint while you guys come here. We'll get in there. You can find Lynn. Didn't we do I that in another game? <laughs> Crimson letters or something. Sorry. <laughs> Some of us show up and they notice, hey, where's your partners? <laughs> That's that into the darkness thing. We're not going to pay any yeah. attention to that. That's that other okay. website. Oh, right, right. All they do is sit around on a computer all day and while we actually get out and <laughs> Every do night. Shit, Jeez. Every night. Uh, well, I think that's a good plan. Then we'll, we'll split up, and uh, we can we can kind of hopefully keep her talking for a few minutes at the office, <laughs> and we can do a, a sweep of her house. Well, I'll I'll ask her about moving to the area. It's, uh, mm -hmm. it's a lovely area, you know. She can show me what she's got at her houses, and oh, she'll love that. She'll love that. Realtors will jump have at all least over that. You'll have at least an hour to uh, to look around mm -hmm. her place. All right. So let's go back. Let's not, not look suspicious. Okay. Uh, you're going to head back to the hotel, yeah. get a good night's sleep probably, and uh -huh. do the morning pants. All right. I'd like to do one more quick thing um, before we wrap up then. Okay. It's not going to be... A peaceful night's sleep. <laughs> I'm going to read these out loud. Normally I would do these one at a time, but you guys tend to share them anyway, so I'm just going to read them out loud. Um, Daniel, uh, you have a 
rough time getting to sleep. Everything that's happened to you is all sinking. This kind of goes for all of you. Everything that's happened to you, it's all been a whirlwind. Everything's been happening fast. Um, you're none of you are feeling right. You're still confused. You're still not quite sure. There's definitely something going on, and there's something wrong. Um, so you have some troubling dreams, uh, Damien. You have this dream where your hands are stained in blood, and one is a dripping knife, and the other is a yellow skull covered in runes with sentimental value to you. It belonged to your great-grandfather, the first of your line to speak with the children of the grave, the man who changed your family from simple peasants to the wealthiest house in Toulouse, all thanks to the secrets of those who eat death and for the sacrifices that your family has made. A brief flash of sadness then fills you, but quickly dismiss it. After all, your beautiful wife is still young, and you can always have more children. So you can add plus one percent to your mythos. Do a sanity roll, please. That's a pass with a seventeen. Um. Hmm. Okay. I've still got uh, Just do one point. One point. And can you do an intelligence roll, please? Out of 75. I missed your first number. What did you say? 70 out of 75. Okay, so it's a pass. Uh, in that dream, you actually have now learned the spell called Contact Ghoul. Oh. All right, uh, Sean, your character, Daniel, you yep. have a dream also. You're running as fast as you can as you dare. One hand is cupped over the flickering candle flame, your only source of light. You must not let that light go out. Higher and higher, you climb the stairs. You know that it's a mistake to go up anymore, but you cannot go back. It's behind you in the dark, and it's coming for you. Now you're in the attic. There's nowhere else to run. A window is broken, and rain and wind blow in. Outside is only darkness. Outside of the attic door, darkness. It wants you. Then with a gust of wind, the candle goes out, and you're plunged shrieking into blackness. And in the dark, you know it is with you. The last thing you see is a three-lobed burning eye. You can do oh. plus, plus one percent to your mythos and uh, sanity. Okay. Sanity roll. Sanity roll. That's a pass. That's a sanity so just roll. one point. Okay. And Kurt. Sorry, uh, Tabitha. Uh, drums. Drums awake you. It's the savage things again, from above, dancing, fornicating, and spilling blood in your name, trying to win your favor. Fools, you care not for worship. You care only, you only wish to slumber. It is not time for you to awaken yet, not fully. Still, now that they have roused you, your hunger returns. Terrible, gnawing, unending hunger. So you sluggishly make your way through the red-lit darkness around you. Your ebony spawns slither quickly from your path. 
The way to the surface is long, but you have time. The savage things above will not stop their drumming until you answer their summons. Of all the creatures that you have known over the eons, man is the most persistent in its adulation. You do a plus 1% to your mythos. Sanity roll. Fail. Do a 1d4 plus 1. 4. Okay. And can you do an intelligence roll, please? Pass. Is it a hard or regular? Regular. Okay. Sorry, nothing else. <laughs> All right, and I think with that, we can end it there. How about me? You had yours already, actually. I did? You did. You don't remember. I don't remember. I think Damn you me. said Daniel twice. I did because I originally said Daniel and then Mick responded and rolled and everything and I didn't want to correct him. So oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's all right. Wasn't all right. So that's it. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Our players included Kurt LeBlanc, Mick Swan, Sean Little, and myself with Jeff Wilkins as the keeper of the secrets. Our musical intro, A Singular Perversion Darkness, was composed by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under a Creative Commons Attributions license. We're currently producing four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. Patrons of our show can now enjoy recordings of our pre- and post-game conversations. Some of the funniest and most interesting stuff occurs before and after the show. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month will help us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel for updates on our latest shows, and leave us some comments. We love hearing from you. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. Good gaming.